Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. One way and then breaks it back oh, into place. Oh, one way and then the other way. Oh, my leg. God. <laughs> Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd on the podcast you didn't need but deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome. By golly gee, we're giving it to you with the mallet and a smiley face. Today, we get a fresh start, grab our mallets, toss a friend a hair tie, and take a big bite out of the perfect egg sandwich with the latest DCEU installment in the full-on woman-directed, woman-written, and lead cast with Birds of Prey and the fantabulous, fantabulous, yeah, fantabulous yeah. emancipation of one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. I do have to really quick, like a little footnote. The reason why Tom says, golly gee willikers, is that we told him to not cuss so no, much. No, 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 it was. I knew to not cuss, <laughs> That's but I kept messing it up. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Fantabulous always get, messes me up. But without uh, further ado, let's introduce the host. I am Tom. Ollie. I'm Caitlin. Corey. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation. That is powered by Patreon. As a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun stuff like... Uh, extra bonus episodes, oh which is God. fun. Nobody else hears extra those. bonus episodes. Extra bo- sometimes <laughs> bonus, even extra. more than sometimes, extra. Sometimes we're spicy and we're yeah. like, "Hey, let's do." <laughs> oh, I've never heard. Wow! And then you get Discord access where you can talk to us. You About can talk everything. to other fans. Uh, Talking from all the gardening time. to video games to all sorts of fun stuff. Tech yeah. porn. Yeah, but um, as a member of the Nerd on Nation, you really do. Uh, you support us and you help us to be the best that we can be, and we really. It allows us to grow. But yeah, check that out. Nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Thanks, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a special announcement. We do. We do. Very special announcement. As Tom runs Batman's bat nipples. Very I, exciting. I can't. What is? No. no. Okay. The news. Leave the cod uh, piece the, yep. the, the announcements. Uh, we have uh, recently kind of hinted that we have partnered with some companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them being Apogee. Apogee, we partnered with recently, and more on that in just a minute. Uh, we use Apogee for our recording, uh, our software. The The interface that we use is Apogee, and we just love their products. They're a wonderful company. Good We've, people. Really mm-hmm. great people. Um, and we partnered with Odyssey Headphones, the ones that we are wearing right wow. now. Um, Look at that. They are pretty fantastic. This is going to be a little... Addy, because you can quote me on this. They comfy as hell. They <laughs> comfy as hell. They sound so good, um, but they have all Quite sorts ours. of kinds of headphones: uh, gaming headphones, 3D headphones, uh, which we're going to be putting together some content in the near future. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but also big news, baby. Also Biggest big news, news. Uh, pretty, as related to bigger Apogee, than this bat symbol that was ever been on cinematic screens. Wow. <sighs> as related to Apogee, um, we will be having. Are you ready? Our very first live, live show. show. What? Live, I live, know. live. <laughs> no, no, live show. Be part of it. Nobody we, told me. Yeah, we yeah. Uh, our very first live show, no, and me. we are incredibly excited. When is it, Josh? It's going to be March seventh at Re- eight p.m. Remember, remember the seventh of March. He's trying March to make this a Timber. thing. And it's it's just, not a thing. He had a whole flight hey, Josh, to come up with something. Quit trying I know. to make but, March Timber a thing. It's but, not going to be a thing. But Josh, you do everyone, better. Everyone, everyone, <laughs> when is it? It's March 7th where? at 8 p.m. And where is it? Apogee Studio Who in Santa Monica. Everybody can go. It's, it's free, free, 50 free. It's free, 50 free. I almost said 30 free. <laughs> free, 40 free. It's free, 90 free. It's free, flirty, and free. Yeah, there it is. That actually sounds there's pretty the ta- accurate. There's a tagline. No, mm-hmm. so we are very excited. Uh, live I'll audience. Share with your family. Um, share it with your friends, your family. If you're not in the area, share it with friends and family that are in the area. And Or come for, to the area. Yeah, come to the, the area. area. What we'll if I forget all this information? Where can I go to check it out? You can go to nerdon.io backslash live. Wow. Yeah. RSVP, yeah. we would love that because we do have to have a head count. 
So if I go there, is there any chance I might walk away with some sweet prizes? I don't know, Tom. Is there? Yeah. Yes. There's some chances. Find out. Yeah. Fucking. There are. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have. We're gonna be talking nerdy stuff. We're gonna have some guests. We're gonna have chances to win prizes. It's gonna be a good old-fashioned time. Trying to give you, man. And I was giving it back to you. We might have an opportunity. I might even do a cartwheel. Oh my on god! Rios. You can almost you can count on that, and then he'll that break I, all I his bones. <laughs> yeah. Go to the hospital. So uh, a, a probability. Oh yeah. So yeah, that is coming up. So we would but love no, to I see won't. everybody there. And uh, yeah, that's it. That is the housekeeping. We're so excited. Oh man, <laughs> so exciting. We're gonna get our nerd on oh, all yeah. over you. Oh yeah, on the no. stage on. All right, no. moving In front of you. on. Yes. So, <laughs> Birds of Prey, yeah, and Bob Prey. and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I'm going to say the full name every time. I know. Um, is wow, a complete this is gonna be a really long film. Episode. Uh, yeah. So, at the end of the episode, uh, we're going to rate it, and so that brings us to our first segment right now. Guess that grub. They're going to beat all the bad guys. Then I was kind of no, 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 alone no. on sea. You remain. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of related. It's, it's me. me. Like, like two steps 30 away. degrees of separation. Yeah, right. It's involved. It's totally, it's it was written a for a Batman film. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually, Caitlin, it's actually appropriate you know right now. That when it snows, my eyes now it's just dead. It's gone on too long. It's now it's gone, gone on too long. Way anyway, too long. so guess, guess that grump. What's that, Tom? If you are brand <laughs> new, I can you to a kiss <laughs> Sorry. If you no. are brand new to Nerd On, thank you for joining us and uh, enjoy the ride. Buckle up, baby. Um, it's you know it. our, se- our first segment of the show where we're going to go in a round table and guess uh, who's going to have uh, the lowest score from zero out of five. No matter how high the number is, the lowest one in the group becomes the grump for the week. It's our way to kind of make a uh, downer thing a fun thing. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if you're part of the Nerd <laughs> yeah. Nation, powered by Patreon, you get to participate and become uh, the guess that grumper for a Stealing my spiel, huh, Tom? G- guess up Gator Man or girl. I'm going to start stealing his Or spiels. whatever you want to do. Be. it. Because games where do cool. I read comics? <laughs> Which one of those do I make a graphic out of? Uh, I don't know, a lot of them. Okay. all of them. Okay. Um, and uh, so yeah, uh, since I always change it up and I never get it wrong, I am going to go first and say Caitlin should guess first. Yeah, um, hell yeah! I'm Whoa. gonna say it's gonna be Ollie. Ooh, me. but it is a movie of strong female. I know. But yeah, but it's, it's, it's not Marvel, so he doesn't care. But, may, but maybe there's so many strong but female leads that it cancels DC out. <laughs> But it's an odd number, right? I, I, I who knows? Know. All right, it's my Ali, second favorite DC character. Who you got? For what it's worth. Um, Love me. No, Corey. Ooh, baby. All right, Josh. But you're supposed to. I write them down, so oh, I, I got okay. to like have to pay attention um, and keep track. I have to I'm go last. Going but to you're say supposed to. Tom. Mm. Okay, so we have one for Ali, one for Tom, one for Corey. The other DC shirt underneath? Tom? <laughs> I'm going to guess Ali, because that's okay. just been a safe place for me to vote. So it's two for Ali, one for Tom, like one for Corey. Ralph, Ralph Nader. Uh, <laughs> Greenpeace. I will say, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Yeah. Um, I'll say, oh, I kind of want to vote Tom because he's DC, but I kind of want to vote Tom. <laughs> I'm going to vote Tom. All right. Wow. So that's two for Tom, two for Ali, wow. one for Corey. The Nerd on Nation uh, does not help us break this tie because that is oh, another no. vote for me. Okay. <laughs> so that's two for Ali, two for Tom, two for Corey. Three-way tie. All right. Hey, go us. We like the thing most Three-way of the time. tie, live or die. Yeah. Um, so there you are. There <laughs> you have it. Like, comment, and surprise. Uh, we'll find out at the end of the episode uh, who it was, but if you'd like to get an idea of who the grump is, we're going to go into spoiler territory for that with our... I'm not stealing it from you. Initial reactions. Yeah. I or across the, pond, <laughs> across the pond. Across the pond. Across the pond. I forget what it is. First impressions. There it is. Impressions. Anyway, wow. so, uh, we're I just wanted apart. to steal so it. Come Caitlin, to our live show. <laughs> Caitlin always messes up and Josh always listens. He should go first. Yeah. Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got to be ready My, for the improv. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, yes, and. Uh, I went to the theater. <laughs> dope, dope, uh, dope, 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 dope. No, like, uh, to kind of, we, we've been talking about this leading up to the movie, uh, like, none of us really kind of knew it was happening, or like, we, we knew it was happening, but like, it kind of blindsided yourself. me. I, for some reason, didn't know it was happening for a while, up until like a few months until before it came out. Um, and Harley Quinn, 
and the Joker were, I think, the sort of the redeeming parts of Suicide Squad. So naturally going into the second movie, I was a bit more, uh, I guess, excited. I'd say excited. About half like, that's true. It's actually, <laughs> well, quote unquote, called a spinoff movie. It's not called a sequel. Or yeah, it's going into this, going into this like spinoff, um, I was looking forward to like, you know, having fun with one of the characters that I really enjoyed. And for the most part, I kind of did. Um, there was a lot that I didn't love, uh, which we'll go into. But um, a lot of really great visuals. Um, I think Margot Robbie did a pretty good job most of the time as Harley Quinn. And Ooh. yeah. Wow. Hot take. Hot take. Hot All right, Josh, take. I'd Next. like to hear Tom's yeah. initial reaction. Uh, Caitlin? Okay. Yeah. Jesus, who's going? Tom. Tom. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> you know me, the DC boy, um, who's petting his statuette. Yeah, of someone ben take Affleck. it from him. It's uh, very Batman. distracting. Uh, well, the audience of who are listening uh, don't know. And uh, but I have ADD. It's fine. so if you could stop. <laughs> and uh, so I was really interested in seeing where this was going to go, um, mainly because uh, the Birds of Prey has never included Harley Quinn. Um, but the fact that Margot Robbie was producing it and that she had gone to bat for this film back in 2015. Uh, gone to bat. Yeah, I know. Um, and uh, I, I was really ex excited to kind of see what this would turn out to be because there hasn't been a girl team up or a woman team up a comic book movie. And, uh, you know, as much as everyone likes to tease it, no one's really done it. Hmm. Um, and so seeing what this story would be. But then so watching the film, I was like, oh, this isn't like to me, a really a woman team up movie at all. This is like the DC version of like a Guy Ritchie movie with like a fucking plot and sure. like all these things are happening and intertwining within each other. That's a good way to put it. And I was really like, oh, okay. I could I could see this. And to me, it's more of the acceptance and learning of like uh, the way that uh, Warner Brothers wants to go with the DC films and like each film is just going to be their own thing and they're going to have their own identities and flavors. Mm. And then you kind of have to just meet them for where they are because there is no Batman in this one. Spoilers. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was That's like... That's why he brought on his own Batman statue with him and he's been petting it the whole time yeah. because it's his consolation for no Batman in the film. Well, also it's because I didn't get the Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad because I don't know if I wanted to buy it. Um, but uh, with this one, if they did have like one of those statues, I totally would. Mm -hmm. um, so leave it at that where I would totally buy the huge director's cut that would cost over $100 oh. to get this film. Well, there you go. Oh, nice. That's cool. I'll go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, enough of this bullshit. <laughs> I, I actually really didn't know what to expect, to be perfectly honest. Suicide Squad, it's not, three something, three. That I, it, it's not something that I... It, it's something that I watched, I enjoyed the experience of, but it's something that kind of... I, Flew under my radar isn't the right way to say it. It just didn't hit me very hard where it was like, oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, but was it, this... Wasn't a mallet to the face? Huh? Wasn't a mallet no, to the face? No, no. Um, so I didn't quite know what to expect, but, I mean, Harley Quinn aside, I'm a big fan of Margot. I've uh, really enjoyed pretty much all of her films. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's extraordinary, and I love watching interviews with her. She just seems really cool. Um, she's only 29. I know, um, but seeing, seeing this, uh, uh, just a group of strong female characters, it's fun. I like the way that you said that Guy, Guy Ritchie type film it is. Um, but yeah, no, I dug it. Uh, it was an entertaining experience. Kaylin uh, or Corey? I uh, went in expecting it to be exactly what it was, basically. I thought the team up was going to happen a little sooner than it did, mm -hmm. but I I went in being like I'm ready for ladies to fight a bunch of people and be friends maybe probably but also probably be assholes cuz it's Harley Quinn and then they did exactly that and I was like, "Yeah, good job." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if you could give this movie a pat on the back and a high like, five. It's good job. Like she you wanted did to it. go up afterwards to the screen and I did like, actually. <laughs> I go was kind of like Okay, so Caitlin didn't like the movie. Go ahead. I like the movie. You didn't say it too bad. <laughs> uh, well, I said it now. I love Guy Ritchie type films, mm -hmm. uh, so I I fucking loved this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I will uh, go into detail later in the show, but I honestly uh, walked out of this theater with my wife, and we were like, "That was a lot of fucking fun," and I yeah. am going back to see it again, no oh. doubt. Um, Same. It's just a blast. I mean, it's from start to finish, it's exactly kind of what I wanted from a Harley Quinn movie, really. Uh, not so much a Birds of Prey movie, mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Uh, you know, it has both in the title, so I'm fine fine with uh with it. 
Harley centric. I loved Ewan's take on on Black Mask. Uh, I could not get enough. I thought of that. you know what I would say this. He's probably one of my favorite villains. I would like, uh, yeah. yes. I actually ever. have never heard of ever. him. Oh, ever? Oh, Black Mask is a lot of fun. Well, He's, no, he has just a very Ewan McGregor's take. version. Of oh yeah, I was gonna say it's not it's not a lot like the original Black Mask is much more just like hey kill these guys and blah 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 and like Except Bat- for a few kill runs. Batman. I'm gonna hire Bane and Firefly and all these people blah blah and not with the arms fun, like that. But he like got he still got the core of what the character is, which is this like thin skinned. Wants to be the cream of the crop Batman villains, but he never is. Never, you know. So anytime anyone's laughing at him or not taking him seriously, he fucking hates that. So I thought that the twist on it to put him in this like kind of high society type character was was absolutely wonderful. Ew. But but then you get (laughs) there's a there's a really good moment. It's not a good moment, but it's a really good (laughs) character moment for Black Mask that I liked. So. from start to finish, I was I was in it to win it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everyone cool. at home knows what everyone feels and if that's shedding more light on what our grump ratings were. Um, but we'll move on to the next two segments which are brief synopsis and our uh, production. So uh, I'm going to try to make this under five minutes under Good mandate luck. of Josh or else he kills me with the egg sandwich or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just going to be the joke now, Josh. So um, <laughs> Maybe we could do it real quick. Real quick. I mean, so Harley Quinn, uh, who just broke up with Joker, is uh, drinking her way to the bottom of the drain, and she gets in trouble with a lot of people. And so uh, when she finally announces by exploding Ace Chemicals where she got her origin story that we got through an animated uh, short snippet, um, of the film, she blows it up, and then everyone knows that her and Joker are broken up. So now everyone is not afraid of Harley Quinn anymore and comes after her. This uh, starts with uh, Renee Montoya, who's like, cool, we got to bring her in now. But also starts with Black Mask, who's like, I'm going to kill her now. Um, but also, uh, there has been a plot where Helena Bertinelli's family has this diamond that has an encoding of the bank account that has all their money that the Black Mask wants to get to that this child, Cassandra Kane, uh, uh, steals and swallows. Um, and her friend that she she has in her apartment complex, which is Black Canary, um, a.k.a. Dinah Lance, um, is trying to protect her. So she uses uh, Renee Montoya to try to help her. So all this comes to a head at a final moment at Amusement Mile at the booby trap where they all have to fight together uh, to fight off the Black Mask because he's trying to kill everybody, but he's caused everyone pain. But also this brings in the Huntress, a.k.a. Who you find out Helena. is the little... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The daughter that survived this massacre. And uh, they all work together to bring down and kill all the goons and gangbangers. That's what they call them in the movie, not mm-hmm. me. Um, and uh, finally leads it to a cool sleight of hand mo- uh, trick that was introduced at the beginning of the film. And uh, Black Mask explodes in fantabulous you fashion. You explodes? Explodes, explodes. In, explodes in fantabulous fashion. And it's um, so good. Harley Quinn uh, takes Cassandra Kane under her wing. <laughs> and then um, the Birds of Prey is formed with Renee Montoya and uh, Dina Lance. Dina Lance. And uh, uh, Helena Bertinelli. Then mm-hmm. and also Victor Zaz. Victor Zaz. Oh yeah, he's a yeah. butthole. He was. How was okay? Was That's interesting about yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, so now moving on to the production. Read us off, Ollie. Distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, <gasps> who has also distributed the Harry Potter series, Inception, and the Lego Movie. Uh, directed by Kathy Ann, who's done Last Night, according to my mother, Dead Pigs, which is her first feature film. Uh, produced by Margot Robbie, who has also done I, Tanya, Terminal, Promising Young Woman, Brian Junkulis, I believe, uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, like all of them, The Hunger Games sequels, and uh, I, Tanya. Uh, also produced by Sue Kroll, who's done A Star is Born, Motherless Brooklyn, mm. and The God, Goldflinch? Gold, Goldfinch. 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 That movie. Uh, Christina Hodson, who's uh, written by Christina Hodson, who's done Shut In, Bumblebee, and the upcoming Flash and Batgirl. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's good. Uh, cast, Margot Robbie, uh, who's done I, Tanya, Wolf of Wall Street, and Focus. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's done Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Final mm-hmm. Destination 3, and Live Free or Die Hard. Journey Smollett-Bell, who's done The Great Debaters, Underground TV Show, True Blood. Uh, Rosie Perez, who's done White Man Can't Jump, mm. Do the Right Thing, Untamed Heart, Chris Messina, who's done Argo, Our Away We Go, and Devil. Away We Go, yes. Ella J. Basco, who's done Veep, Grey's Anatomy and Teachers, Ali Wong, who's done Always Be My Maybe, American Housewife, Where Harry Met Sally 2, and Ewan McGregor. Harry Met Sally 2 is a funny or die skit where Billy Crystal goes to the producers to pitch when Harry Met Sally 2, and she is one of the executives. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, Ewan McGregor, who of course has done Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, Beginners, and Train Spotting. 
Phantom Menace. Nice. You got specific with it. Huh? You can just send the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. The Phantom Menace. The Phantom Menace. Best known Specifically. Um, release date January 7th, island. 2020. And the island. Uh, Runtime, 109 minutes. Budget is 97.1 million. Uh, we don't know the gross yet. I'll get um, that possibly right coming now. to us now. Rotten Tomatoes score. 81 credits. Credits. Credit. Credit. Critics. <laughs> wow. and this movie made 81 credits. <laughs> Galactic credits. <laughs> Will define. And the release date was actually uh, and 84 February for the 7. audience. What did I say? January. Okay. I typically go a little bit late on the box office because yeah. it's always changed. So accurate. I, I always, well, I did. I usually do it the night before, and then Corey's like, "Well, it actually changed because this morning." I was like, "Man, fuck it, Corey." Oh hey! Uh, but so it's now at eighty-one point three million. Whoa. It's breaking even so far. Yeah, so, that's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 80, awesome. Eighty-one percent critics. Means we don't need that paper anymore. Get it out of now here. Now it's done. So I was violent. gonna nicely. Get no. rid of it. No. But this is no. not a nice movie, Josh. Oh. Yeah. All right. So now it's just business, Josh. we move on to the meat and potatoes, potatoes. of the, the show, stuff. which is our favorite parts, favorite characters, and then our qualms, and finally our ratings. So let's go off first. <gasps> I'll go. You know, I'll say um, oh. the shot of the egg sandwich being made. Oh, yeah. Oh I'll say this. I was actually going to say that too. That was egg sandwich. The, probably the best food cinematography I've seen in a long time. This sounds <laughs> super Since, stupid. Since like Dexter's yeah. opening. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. But then I'll say right? this, like, I feel bad because I've seen Chef's Table. I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of Mind of a Chef. I've seen a lot of Gordon Ramsay shit. But, like, those are, like, life of. I've even seen Burnt, which is Bradley Cooper's film. And I also saw Chef. And they didn't make food look anywhere near as good as that one egg sandwich. I think that was From kind of the Sal. point, though, of that scene was that it was supposed to look And there's as been movies amazing. about food that don't make food look that good. Like Michelin star Not food. Not that it's a comparison. <laughs> I'm just saying, I was like, Wow. Like, and to me, this is like, like the first MacGuffin of the film to make like, that's when I lost my true love to realize how bad things were. I was like, oh, to me, like, I almost like rolled my eyes because I'm like, they're making this fucking about a sandwich. And I realized like, they're making it about a sandwich because it's Harley Quinn, right? So I was yeah. like, okay. And I was like, they fucking made that sandwich look fucking Looks good. So but in fact, good. we learned on Hot Ones, she's allergic to egg whites. Egg whites. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had to make a different sandwich. Duck egg. Yeah. Duck, yeah. Egg. Yeah. Duck eggs instead. Um, so yeah, that sounds that's, amazing. First off, I'll, that's my first. Go ahead. Let everyone's go. Um, I mean, the precinct, uh, her her evading the precinct, that scene oh. with her non, with the long with the, non-lethals were... With the explosive. Yeah, explosive. Yeah. Like, some of them were confetti, Hacky some sacks. of them were... Oh, yeah. And, would, then, and then, like, her coming through the blue and red. Well, oh, not yeah. even like that. Like, smoke. Also, like, one yes. room was yellow, the f- bottom layer was, like, white, and then the yeah. top layer was, like, blue. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that they tinted the, the, the glass, the frosted yeah. glass, I was like... They really went into like the production design for yeah. this. I was like, yeah. they make this look so. That was good. so fun. Yeah, for I'm, me, it was right after it was the the bat, the baseball, and she gets the baseball bat scene. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. the, the coke induced fight, the bounce. Oh my bat. god, that was that, so yeah, the bounce was one of my favorite no, I, moments. And then she jumps up and hits the other guy. I was like, this is a comic book. This I, is yeah. right here. Well, when yeah. she did that, I audibly went, oh. Yeah, because yep. like, whole audience it, lo- it looks did. like it looked like it hurts so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot just of the look on her face too like... when she finds the bat and she's like, "Oh hell yeah!" yeah. I like how that We're fight ready. scene was almost almost Jackie Chanish. Yeah, yes. just using the things that are around. Everywhere. It was, which makes yeah. it <laughs> the cocaine. wasn't edited like Jackie no. Chan, but no, uh, yeah, that that whole sequence I was I was in awe of yeah. with the baseball the bat lighter, yeah, and the coke. The lighter was really funny. That man's poor beard. He kind of like like you could have prevented that. A little bit. Well, he's a little, bi- a he's a little biker time. gang boy. He, he's going to lose his status. It's cred. She also bounced a baseball bat off the ground to hit yeah. someone. So let's sure. pull it back Give a little, little bit. A little, little credibility <laughs> little there. perspective. Yeah. Um, hair tie moment, obviously. Anyone else? It was Bruce. amazing. Bruce. The hyena. The hunk. I After that hunky Wayne guy. The hyena so much. Also, I love that like the dude is being creepy, but immediately is eaten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought uh, I thought that was really fitting, especially, and that's the thing where you can get away with those kind of tendencies. Yeah, where those are the initial reactions, like, man, fuck this guy, and then it's like, well, Harley Quinn's going, oh, she called him. Yep, yep. <laughs> he's dead. He is. Yeah. Um, a truly terrifying and awesome moment was when uh, Black Mask or Sion. Romeo, Sionis, Romy. When somebody's just laughing oh, near him, see, that's and he part. just loses his mind. Uh, I thought that was a wonderful moment for the character. Yeah, it's a yeah. very yeah. terrible, no, terrible exactly moment for the woman. Is. Yeah, and I felt so bad. Yeah, but I was kind of like for the, the, the and her husband. Well, to me, this is kind of like I really want to make sure. Like I was watching, I was like, I'm really gonna hate it if I like him more than I like other people. Yeah, because I'm gonna really miss that he if he dies or anything like that. Because but then this is like oh. He's awful. He is a piece of 
Shit! Yeah, because there yeah, are some moments where you like, I like crossbows. Why don't I own her? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, this e- doesn't get Even when he was like peeling people's faces off, I wasn't like, it, it, it still was like, oh, this is like a comic booky thing. So it was yeah. like removed. Well, especially when he's like, is that a to... snot bubble? Yeah. Ew, right. Killer. And he changes his mind. So I've changed like my mind. Comical enough to be like, you're a villain, but you're like a comic book villain, so it's fine. So, like, that scene in particular made him feel like a very real, yeah. terrifying human. Real threat. Yeah. Well, yeah. And the thing was, I, and this is a very particular part of the scene and how it was directed and stuff like that, it was like, he makes this woman, he makes this guy who's her friend cut her dress open and rip it off, but he, she doesn't rip it off entirely. And yeah. so she's not fully exposed. It's just tattered version of this dress. And so yeah. that's where I kind of like where it's like, he's not fully stripping down, but he's doing enough damage to tear away security as well as beauty from mm-hmm. things. Right. And so like, it's not like I'm leaving you vulnerable, but I'm like, I'm leaving you in ruin. Yeah. And I really yeah. kind of like that there was that motif and methodology that like they left in there. Because you could have just... You know, had her strip down, be yeah. naked. They had the rated R, right? It wasn't, so was like, it wasn't a sexual thing for him. It was yeah. like it was like just embarrass her. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, I I because it's like enough where you feel like he's such a dirtbag, but it's also pulled back enough where it's like it's not full on like hating women. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not like a yeah. full on massage. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was just for the laughing. Oh, and the they call me. Oh, it's a crossbow killer. <laughs> no. Like, yeah. just, they, no. And they didn't over, like for me, I was like, oh, I'm afraid that they're gonna overuse this, but they didn't. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But it was it was so much fun yeah. that. Well, it was funny when, right when she ends up at the at Doc's place and she says they call me, and I was like, God, this is going to get really cheesy. And then all of a sudden they did. I was like, okay, cool. They make up the cheesiness. And yeah. I was like, yeah. they, they're leaning into it because it's like, and I was thinking about it too. I was like, I always say one thing I really liked about this film is that like it's written really well. Yeah, and yeah. like for the amount yeah. of like that they're going to have to just like shoe in a lot of these people without origin stories like the guy Richie motif goes in a real it like is used in such a well-mannered like mechanism like it's used so well in this so I'm like you get the origins out of way and they're punchy and they're all in there and they break up the monotony of like just one frame here one moving to the next scene it's like here's an origin boom get out you know what you're doing yeah and also shows like the character like quirkiness and so like the fact that Huntress is kind of like this is one character that is used in a Guy Ritchie film but like it's kind of like they're they're so uptight but then also they're awkward in their own way mm-hmm. and so I'm like yeah. That was really good. I, uh, I, yeah, I loved yeah. it. When my, she was talking to the mirror. Oh. The For me, the hair tie thing, my wife and I both, you want a hair tie in the middle of this fight was one of my favorite moments. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, sure. Puts it on. It's fighting people while putting her hair Well, up. you see her like move her hair. She goes, ah! Yeah. Uh, and then so accurate. Though. That and the, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, the I can start wherever the fuck I want. Four, oh, minutes, yeah. four minutes earlier. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Fine, that's great. Well, that's cool because it leads, and that's a, the film term of the unreliable narrator. Yeah. And so, like, it, you know, you, the, she is reliable, but then also she's play. you're having a playful space where you're kind of just, like, on this ride and you're being told the journey where it goes. And, like... When you need to know it. Yeah, it breaks, you know, for a formula. It breaks any type of, uh, I guess, any preconceived notions of how pacing should be done. Because mm-hmm. it yeah. happens at the whim of, like, Oh, now you're gonna need information. So here's the information, yeah. and it's right. done in that way. Because I was like, first, I was like, I had a lot, I had a lot of hesitation where I was like, there's a fucking lot of narration here. And I yeah. was like, fucking, yeah. I'm all about that uh, that uh, that Charlie Kaufman baby adaptation. <laughs> Don't you fucking use narration. But then I was like, oh, they're using it because it's part of what the style of the movie that they're yeah. doing. Right. I and love so the, I the disjointed plot. Mm-hmm. Like I I dig that shit. Yeah. It just did when it's going back and forth. But the, what I liked about this is it wasn't. There was one moment where it was previous. She hadn't started doing that yet. It was just the story going along. And then you were kind of like, wait, how did she get from there to yeah. there? Yeah. Okay. So she and got. And then she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. And she kind of breaks yeah. it. And it's like, it. Cause you, I loved it. You like, see her yeah, get like, captured by the goons. And all of a sudden you see her break into the precinct. You're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Cause I was like, what the fuck happened? I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. <laughs> and that was the first time, like, again, where a movie made me think twice and I was like cool I'm glad was the first time a movie made you think twice for a long time before it's kind of like this is gonna happen that's very different from this is the first time I was like holy shit I mean like the last time was probably Inception yeah you know what I mean I was like oh I don't know the rules that's not my point (laughs) that's not my point I was just clarifying I'm I'm that smart (laughs) Uh, anyone else favorite parts Uh, I was like damn I love that Harley Quinn was very like a real person here that she did like roller derby and had like little fans and people that knew her and that she's like leaving the bar, and I can't remember her name other than Black Canary. Um, Dinah. Dinah is like, and you're the asshole nobody likes. And she's like, Are you the girl that no one mm. listens to? 
Yeah. yeah. Like, so the, there were just those like real world interactions of like, you would be a really obnoxious person that no one would like. And there was a lot of that that made her feel like she actually existed. Yeah. Well, also the like, grounding moments. I think that's yeah. also really cool. That, that And that's, that's one thing I really liked how this version of Gotham, like it wasn't high metropolitan like in Dark Knight. It wasn't very go- like a... Uh, um, very how bad uh, the animated series is very art deco-y very, yeah. it also wasn't very gothic like in Burton it was shot primarily in LA and mm. so I really liked that you felt the ground level of it like any of the chasing scenes during like the little Chinatown sequences like I love because it was like it feels like this is real and not fully like a like a propped up city mm-hmm. yeah. um, it doesn't feel like a green screen it feels like cool like there are actually people who are living here and these are like the day to day things because Everything that works within the Batman realm of DC is like it is supposed to be the ground level things where like there are jewelry robbers and that's the fucking mission. Or it's like there, there's people who are just trying to steal someone's money or just trying to kill somebody. That's it. It's not we're going to uh, poison uh, the air the and water hole. everyone's, you know, like it's like, all right. Uh, it's not like a giant Ra's al Ghul thing. It's not yeah, a right. giant Bane plot. It's just like we're going to kill it's, people. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really liked that grounded feeling because it also felt like this happens all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that inner working where it's like I know how the world works in this yeah. in this place. Yeah. Those are those are the issues that I have mostly with other DC movies. Mm-hmm. Is like it's the the pl- you're taking the plot way too seriously, and it's like you're cramming way too much story and terminology into this, and it doesn't. And at the same time, it's still trying to have that like comedic kind of spin on it, which doesn't really fit together. I think that's one of maybe one of the flaws of that. But I think in this case, you know, you, you you have that kind of more relaxed writing and you get to complement it with like kind of simpler visuals and, and simpler story. Yeah. Instead of like overthrowing so many CG things, like it's just like, cool, we've got to have cool costume your characters design. characters drive yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also really loved uh, Victor Zaz in was, this. Okay. So that's a, like, and that was such a, I was like, when he oh. said Zaz, I was like, Oh yeah, I was Damn. like, so, you guys uh, explain. Yeah, so um, Victor D- Zaz is like one of like Batman's uh, like big boys, m- like main like run run in like villains that he comes across, and mm. like, he's one of the rogues gallery. And it, they, you see a snippet of him in Batman Begins. He's the first guy that um, t- uh, Detective uh, detect- Doctor Crane is trying to get into Arkham Asylum, and you see him again at the end of the film. Also, if you've ever played a, uh, Arkham Asylum, the video game, he's, he's the, the first, first boss. Yeah. He's hmm. so pretty much whenever he kills someone, he he does like a tally mark on his body. And like he's known in the DC universe as like this like just normal human, but he just he's a, a serial killer that is like on the Crazy. loose. Tell, he loves killing and like kills people and like usually with a knife. And so it was a little interesting when I saw him with a, a gun every once in a while. I was like, mm. but um, <laughs> when he had a knife, but also just so like he's typically like bald. And, yeah. and he has like no eyebrows sometimes. Sometimes he has like create like more um Mad Maxi look. Yeah. Um sometimes he's just like, you know, in normal orange attire because he's just broken out of prison. But in the but, comics, he's typically saving a spot for Batman. Yeah. And so that was cool that I really liked in here where he has blonde hair. Mm-hmm. He kind of has this weird pseudo like romantic relationship thing with Black I want to be the best boy. Yeah, and like I, I really liked. That. I was like, oh, he was like jealous. I like that because it gives him much more like nuance mm-hmm. in terms yeah. of yeah character, and also uh, Chris Messina who who portrays him. Like I, when I saw him, I was like, oh, okay, who is who's this guy gonna be? He's gonna be Zaz. What the hell? And I saw, I was like, oh, all right. I, I see li-. you. I, it was it was so interesting, and that's when I really, really did kind of let go of the reins of like these aren't going to be the characters that I know from the comic books. Right. And we're going to just let the writer kind of have, let them live in their own spaces. And uh, to me, my only really, like, what I want is to see more of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully that inspires other people to be like, I want to know more about this character and how that's done. Yeah. Because that is what got me to be like, I want to know who Bane is other than guy who hangs out with Poison Ivy. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, he's way different. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I I also loved all of Roman's different views. Like oh. all the different, there's the like the tiny uh, he's specifically like grossed out you, and then when he's talking about the tiny head, he's like, "Ew!" <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, his his characterization was for me uh, like a home run. I, I every minute that Ewan was on screen, I was like, "Yes, more of this, please." Yeah, uh, even great. the bad parts, I was like, "This is this is what I want. This yeah. is yeah. the perfect villain for Harley." Yeah. Um, the scenic design was mm-hmm. beautiful, especially at the end with the kind of kind of the carnival, carnival um, area. I I was gonna say I really liked. Um, like Harley's final, like 
legs that she had to stand on and when she uh used uh, the last bullet <laughs> yeah well yeah and and she's going against uh she's trying to find uh black mask and yeah. uh i you know it's the line that's said in the trailer where it's like people in gotham should be afraid of me harley quinn i'm the bad guy and i was like this is kind of dope. This yeah. feels really cool. And she shot a statue. Like it, yeah. Well, to, well, I, I, I love that. Was no, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying because she's not an art marksman, right? But like, I, I just really liked that feeling. It felt like I'm not here to compare one thing or the other, but to me, like when other characters in the third act have to stand up for who they are, this felt way better than what other characters have done. Mm. Um, and I was like, really, like, I don't know if it's Margot Robbie. I don't know if it was the writing. I don't know if it was like the time that this was taking place. But like the fa- it was the compoundedness of like throughout the entire story, her narrative is you're nothing without Joker, and she has to try to like she hates where she lives, she hates herself, and all this, and then now she's trying to like I'm trying to save this kid now, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is dope, like, and that's actually a funny thing because I like not I, I didn't like Suicide Squad for the same reasons other people did. I don't I didn't like Suicide Squad because I don't I find it very hard to like villains. Mm. Like I hate, I find it very hard to like a movie about villains, and so with this movie, I was very like, like, and so that was a really interesting thing. My thing was not like, oh, blah blah blah. Like, you know, I wasn't. I don't know. The, the, so for me, like going into like, I don't know if I'm gonna like a movie about Harley Quinn because like Harley Quinn's a bad guy. So I'm like, how am I gonna like this? Well, especially like, well, you like the TV show, and so I like yeah. TV show because it does TV the same show. thing as this. Yeah, it's right. it's more. And the thing is, like, they both aren't trying. The both versions of the character aren't trying to kill people. They're both just trying to. Um, establish life. establish independence and be yeah. like I'm my own person because she was created by uh, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini as the girlfriend of the Joker yeah. and so stepping out of that light and even in the real world context that role, yeah. yeah in the real world context everyone's like oh Joker and Harley Joker and Harley Joker and Harley but in the comic books it's grown so much so far past and like I like they made a little nod to it in the animated where like it showed her with boyfriend after boyfriend and then girlfriend mm-hmm. and like she's had a relationship with Poison Ivy and so like that's who her actual person she's closest to in the comic books is now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, like, to me, it's like Harley Quinn's so different from how she was incepted to create. And, like, now I was like, ah, oh, like, I'm I'm liking this. And I want to see now, like, a trilogy of just Harley Quinn movies of, like, what happens to her. Well, I mean, it's, mm. like, real world. Uh, Harley Quinn has grown such a... Um, huge following. Huge following. Almost rivals Batman. Mm-hmm. And it's... It does for me. I think what's cool is that it inspires to expand her story her world to see like oh she's not just well and a side piece for and yeah. that, was, that was a funny thing that a lot of people i think were concerned about with how she was portrayed in suicide squad and it's because like a lot of people are like oh yeah that's the best relationship you want to be in i'm swaying my head everyone listening um <laughs> and because it's a violent fucking abusive relationship yeah, and it it's sucks and it's toxic as shit mm-hmm. um and the only version of the Joker and Harley relationship that's almost ex- almost acceptable not acceptable is Bruce Timm's version because it's a cartoon quote unquote for kids yeah. but even yeah. then it's terrible um, and then the live action one didn't do anything to help out with that so like this version of Harley Quinn like being a character by herself not as the Joker's girlfriend like I'm like mm-hmm. I'm here for it because I'm just like yeah let the character stand on her two feet yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and so that scene really I was like I get it I'm here for this <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, um, Favorite characters? Are we? Yeah, yeah I could go on and on, but it's yeah. fine. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if you have, same. <laughs> you, you everybody, no, everybody was like slowing down, so I was like, no, I, I could keep going. I was just talking yeah. too much. That's yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Before, you can step uh, down from your soapbox now. Uh, favorite character? Favorite I'll say favorite. for. Uh, I loved Huntress. Mm, okay. I just to her awkwardness, but badassum. But also, we all have Bad a question. Mary Elizabeth. Badassum. Mary Elizabeth Winstead too. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, it didn't come out on audio, so now everyone, everyone I Actually, I my heard neck. it. In, okay. Yeah, yeah. I well, heard Josh it compresses and audios <laughs> it. Anyways. Leave it in. Um, so, other than Harley Quinn. Yeah. Other than Harley Quinn? Other yeah. Than. Oh, okay. Other than Harley Quinn, uh, favorite character, because she's my favorite character. Um, Same. Are we not supposed to do Harley Quinn? No, he just said Huntress, and I don't know if that was supposed to be because... No, I think... Yeah, I mean... Who's your, pretty, then, I mean who's your, then who's your second favorite? Okay, then yeah, Harley Quinn would be my favorite, and then Huntress. I was there just, oh, okay. stay, I was just staying away from. So Harley favorite Quinn. Huntress or favorite Harley Quinn, second uh, Black Mask. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mine would be uh, Harley Quinn and then Black Canary. Mm. I'm same. Actually, don't change it on me. <laughs> no, no, yeah. That's don't what go, I thought. Don't go changing <laughs> on me. It was it. Oh, it was because he was quick this time. I know. I know. It's Harley and Black Mask all day. Yeah. It's that was such a great. Uh, 
duet that they had for yeah. this film. That was Ewan fantastic. Just, even, even the period. dancing number. Hmm? Ewan just is, he's just amazing. Ah, it was such, it, it, you can tell he was having fun with this, yeah. which was awesome. Really, everybody watching their performances, it was really, it, it, this one actually is something, I forget what we watched recently where it was hard to pick a character because everybody's performance was. Yeah. I mean, so this wasn't easy either. I loved everyone in this movie. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't like all, both of those by a long shot, mm-hmm. yeah. but those just happened to be my favorite. I liked everyone in this movie and like shout out yeah. to Rosie Perez. I, she's great in everything. You know what happens? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, White Man Can't Jump is one of my favorite comedies. You know, you know what happens to her, right? Who she turns into? Mm-mm. She turns into The Question. Oh, nice. So everyone at home listening, uh, the question is uh, originally Vic Sage, who is a guy with like a duster. It's actually who Rorschach was based off mm-hmm. of from Watchmen. Um, he's got a blue hat, blue duster, and his face is blank. And he could re- like remangle his face to look like anyone's. Um, but um, Renee Montoya is like one of the highest uh, like detectives in GCPD. And just how the movie said, like she drank her way into like failure. Um, and then she ends up uh, getting like taken under the wing by Vic Sage, and he says, "Go train under Richard Dragon." Richard Dragon is known by the League of Shadows, um, by Shiva as well as uh, Kane, David Kane, who's an assassin. Um, and he's like the guy who's like, "If you go through me, then you're ready to join the League of Assassins." Um, and she and he does that, but then she like, there's it, a lot of cool shit where I'm like, Whoa. like it's it's interesting. I would say like the way that they they're doing everyone's origins, like. Yeah, Helena Bertinelli's origin is pretty high intact. Um, Black Canaries, uh, unless you want to talk about multiverse, it's never going to be intact. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I but dig it all. Do you know what happens, to Cassandra Kane? Right, Cassandra what? Kane. Cassandra Kane. Who she, Who she no. becomes? No. She becomes Batgirl. What? What? So, so, so Cassandra Kane uh, in the comics. So in League of Shadows, uh, there was Shiva, Lady Shiva and uh, David Kane. Who end up having a child and they're like, we're gonna breed the best soldier ever and becomes Cassandra Kane. And she actually doesn't learn how to speak. Um, and her first language is to read her opponent's um like oh. battle techniques and shit, right? Oh. Um <laughs> and so like she is she ends up growing up like kind of a mute and she has like broken English. Um, and then she actually goes on her first assignment with David Kane, and then David Kane takes her into like, we're gonna go kill this guy, blah blah. And she thinks it's a game, and then she finally kills him. And she's like, oh my god, my dad's a bad guy, and she leaves. And this, and actually, all the Birds of Prey's like origins really kind of are surrounded around like in Gotham. There was a moment where there was a giant earthquake, and they called it No Man's Land. Um, and then like all the police left, everyone left, and only Batman and a few Gotham police stayed to like try to maintain peace. And Cassandra Kane was one of the few, and Oracle mm. Robert Gordon mm-hmm. brought her in. Found out she didn't speak, and then brought her under her wing. But then later on, like found, like introduced her to Bruce and all this stuff, and Bruce nope. brought her in as a Batgirl because she's like, nice. I used to be Batgirl. Holy yeah. crap! But since you don't have, a, you don't speak, we're gonna cover your mouth. So she's the one with the stitches on her mouth. Oh, and then, gotcha. And then currently now, sure, her origin's a little bit retcon where she's now called Orphan. Mm. Um, and it's 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 really cool stuff. Jeez. And Check so that when up. I saw. A black mask have the knife to her neck. I'm like, is he gonna cut it? And then she's gonna become mute. And mm-hmm. is that be- well? And that's where I was like, too I- too violent. Well, no, I was more like, I don't know if I like the imagery or the ideology of a man taking a voice from a woman in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, L- I yeah. don't know what they're gonna no, do. No, no, no. no. But <laughs> I took your ring. I will say this also. <laughs> oh, maybe it's a qualm. So we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. I didn't hate the kid. I didn't hate the kid. <gasps> wow. wow. Mark the great. date in your calendars, I y'all. I like I didn't I hate a child. I didn't she, hate the child because she didn't act like a fucking stupid child. She was helpful in the plot. She right. became she acted MacGuffin. like an adult. Right. Then, yes, like, yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. I'm done. We can get it. She right, didn't act so, like a child at all. And that's so, why you like the child. Also, <laughs> grabbing the ring. Uh, no, I had one more favorite part, oh. and it was Harley breaking the driver's legs. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a really good. It was a great visual, first of all. Great stunt, but also the wave of. Oh yeah! From the audience oh, yeah. behind oh, yeah. me was like, no "Yes, was I'm here for moment. this." And they the showed sound. it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the sound, yeah. Oh, the the imagery yeah. of the and then oh, uh, that break and the break where she breaks it the like one way and then breaks it back oh, into place. Oh, way, and then the oh, other leg. God. <laughs> I will say also, and that's that was the interesting thing with this, like compared to like Deadpool violence. Yeah. As, like it, this is like. This is like the middle. Oh. So, like, if I can say Deadpool versus like Logan, so those are the spectrum. This sure. leaned on the Deadpool close to Logan side, where it was like Logan. Well, Deadpool's like when something happened, like eh, everyone's rubber, and the people who are getting hurt don't matter. Here, I was like, 
everything actions is have consequences. so painful. Actions yeah. have consequences, oh, y'all. My goodness. And that they Kudos came the back. Mix. They oh, weren't just random like NPCs. They were like, we around. rated this R. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. <laughs> so now, 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 qualms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll start. It it's not a really a Birds of Prey movie, mm-hmm. uh, and it's Correct. called Birds of Prey. So that's my qualm. Okay. I kind of agree. Point. I think they could have gone with a something in the more of the realm of Harley Quinn as as the center of the title, as opposed sure. to Birds of Prey, and then like lead into a Birds of Prey movie. Yeah, but um, perhaps. But that's that's literally my only qualm. For me, this is to me. Besides, I'm gonna not include the Zack Snyder cut of BVS. Maybe I will. This is the best DCU movie I've yeah. ever seen. Nice. So, wow. Yeah. I, think I mean, as I continue to rub my BVS yeah. stats, I think I, I might include BVS director's cut in that, but that's such, such a different movie movie that it's hard. But that wasn't released in theaters, so if we're talking just it's through really, theaters. This is the best. I'd say DCEU it's literally comparing movie. like Return of the King to like uh, to Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, for me, this is the the greatest theatrical release of a DCEU. Wow. I think nice. I might be on board with that. I think, I think I agree with that. I walked out and my wife was like, what do you think? I was like, this is the best one. Mm. Wow. Um, this is the best. I can go into my qualm. Yeah. Go which for it. was... Um, qualm. One. It kind of... Well, it's one, really. I have, I have small... Let's, he, let's hear it. No foreplay. So, okay. It's important to set up, though, like that I am a fan of Harley Quinn. I love strong female characters, right? Um, I, this movie was a lot of fun, but the one thing that like stuck out to me immediately and unfortunately for the movie kept bothering me throughout the entire thing yeah was how was like every guy was a misogynist and every female like was like an empowered good person i i, I feel like that i think i feel like it was a little too hard in the paint on the misogyny of like every guy that interacts not every with guy, her. But a lot like of guys. I, I, I'm hard. I'm Lotus having Fire? a hard time. Not Doc. Except not for him. Was fine. But even then, she's like he still let her down at the end. And not the guy who made her the sandwich. But it was. You don't know. It was for business. You don't know. I Wait, you can say that about anyone. Then I, I know, that's true, true. <laughs> I'm just saying the the one. Oh, the people, you don't know. So they, let's put him in the category. Like no. every man that she interacted with, and like it it didn't bother me so much on Harley's like plot as much as it did with Rosie Rosie's Perez Perez's plot. Like her the character, captain. Like the captain, like every cop being like the same kind of thing. And like, everybody's like cheering him when it's like, she's gotten fired or whatever, or quit or whatever. Like that was a, a little cliche mixed with like too much of that for me. Like it, it just, it sure. was too much to where it just stuck, stuck out. And it was kind of bothering me every time I kept coming back in. Like Ewan McGregor's character was like the right mix, but then like his surrounding cast, I feel like was, didn't get the benefit of, his charming dialogue. My only to offset that or whatever. My only like I like, example for example and no one wins. Uh is actually because I was thinking about like well, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And that is like hard, hard into the pain of it. It's just subtler the way it does it. But like Maybe. to me Maybe that's what it was. I think that's the kind of prism that we are given to look through out of uh a female like produced film as well as directed and written. Right. Where this is kind of and like produced. the idea. I said produced oh, yeah. first. Okay. Uh, but also produced. But, but, we, for, but we saw that together, the, bitch. And I understand that it's there and it's part of the plot and well, it's I, part of her story. And I, that's kind of the point of the movie. And I think that's going to be the narrative because like this is coming from, and I think like it's, you know, it gets green lit and the thing where it's like, that's kind of like where they're coming from. And so kind of taking that as like a, like this is the story that they're feeling and they're understanding and how they see the world is it's tough again to sell to somebody that, you know, I'm a male, so I don't mm-hmm. experience those things. But like it's it's interesting. Like I felt like Wonder Woman was more subtle with it, even though that movie has a line of like, no man can do that. And then she comes out and you know, Well, because it's like the so, ni- so like it's the nineteen twenties. My my kind of yeah. take on it though is because it's Harley Quinn, she's not around many good or people. any good people she's around like these well his scum. point was that it didn't harley's didn't bother. it wasn't as it much was, yeah like was she, more she still encountered it the detective a little bit and, but it was more like the detectives and like like i didn't like how they portrayed cops in this movie too either like okay. it was like like every cop was an idiot like her 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 partner. new partner was an idiot 
like the captain was oh, was yeah. a, was a, was a piece of shit for taking all the credit or whatever and taking That's a promotion. Fair. Yeah. And like so I was, every I was other thinking cop, the same thing as you. And then twice. he said, "Not Harley." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then she takes out. <laughs> it's a good point. I mean, it was like I said, it was my favorite sequence, but she single handedly takes out an entire police precinct. I'm like, okay, like that's not. I don't care about that being like fantastical, but you're, it's painting cops also in a in a bad light in that mm-hmm. sense. That's fair. Yeah. And so that was just kind of like it just stuck out to me because, I mean, it's it, we're they gonna, are Gotham cops though. It's Most of them are that's owned good. by they're the crooked. mob. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, but huh. also cops in movies. Unless it's Michael Bay, they're pretty dumb. That's not no good. more dead cops. <laughs> no more dead. Okay, that's not good. <laughs> so all right, Nolan's got it. Those too. were the only. Those are the only things that really kind of dampered the experience sure. for me. Okay. No that's fair. Caitlin, um, uh, my qualms are with the fight choreography a little bit. Um, there were just a couple of things like because there was so much fight choreography, uh-huh. it to me needed to be really, really, really fluid completely, and there were. Too many times where I was like, ah, ah, you were a little slow there. You're waiting. I can see you reacting before can, anything happens. There was a couple of moments where I, I was like, oh, this is yeah, because you have so many really great fight scenes that it was so, so many. it was so minor. But there were a couple of scenes, a couple of yeah. moments where I was like, happened in it, the Nolan films it too. Didn't, yeah. It, it didn't perfect. ruin anything for me, but it was just like, if if I'm gonna have there. qualms, that would be one of them. Yeah. Just because you know there were about? enough of them for me to notice. R.I.P. That fight scene on the roof with Catwoman, where the guy gets up, he's like, Ugh, and then he, he falls, throws himself. He he's like ten feet away he from pa- him. He like, power what Rangers. happened to you? He Power Rangers. I heard your qualm. And then I heard your qualm. I think Jesus Christ, Joss. I think Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. Don't kill my. Try to write that out. Doc. Doc turning on her made me really sad. Mm, yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I but it's get supposed it. To. I know. And I, I like I know the point of it. I just it like to, oh, it's a it's a personal baggage qualm of like there couldn't be one to, to set him up as to such add a on cool, that. A yeah. cool guy well then, to add on that, and that's kind of the thing. And I've talked about this before, and this is like a, a kind of a tangent where it's like I've talked about like racism and it's like sometimes people could be racist and smiling at you at the same time. Where it's like sometimes people yeah. are fucking you. And they're being nice about it. Yeah. And that's kind of like the shitty thing about her life. And it's like, that's. And so when I saw that, I was like, um, uh, that was supposed to be me. I was supposed to be the old Asian guy with the crazy kooky lady living above. But then. But without that, we don't get but, a movie. And so, well, no, when I, that happened, I was like, fuck. And that's where it was kind of like, you do feel that like, fuck. Yeah. Like no one here is good. And like, that's kind of like the sad shit about fucking Gotham, Gotham City, baby. baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why rent's so cheap and everyone can't leave. <laughs> yeah. But um, Josh Qualms? I just have a couple. Um, two. Only two now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was the theater. Because uh, that's the thing. When you're when it's a mix qualm. I, it's tough. It's tough because I don't know if it's, oh, a, if it's, a, if it's a mix. Last like, few for films. The theater. Last few films um, I've watched, there's always a mix problem. When you say mix, I was like, mix of what? Margaritas. <laughs> um, <laughs> there were a few spots that I couldn't understand the dialogue. Mm. Oh. Like it was... It, I mean, it could be the theater. That's the thing. Like where it was, I just couldn't understand it. And so that that was a little thing that I was like, wait, what did they just say? Um, Interesting. And then the only other qualm I really had was I felt like the end was a little anticlimactic in a sense that I felt like it was like deus ex superpower or deus ex hmm. grenade. Like there's, it felt a little uh, anticlimactic for me. Sure. Um, and it, it it was a little bit... I had a, a a little bit of an inkling of believability where I I, I had to really stretch. I can't think of the term. Um, stretch your imagination. Um, stretch no stretch of suspension of disbelief. Yeah, suspension of disbelief. Where it's like, I for a movie that has been so, even though yeah, the fight scenes have been fantastical and all that kind of stuff. It, I had a hard time being like, okay, so we took out a whole horde of. By ourselves, and then we have a superpower that shows up, which I was like, when's that going to show up? When's that going to show up? Uh-huh. And then it did at the end, and then there's a car chase, which was cool and everything. It was just, that's what it felt like to me. Yeah. Just, it, it felt a little anticlimactic. If they like, didn't have her pass out, I wouldn't have, I would have been like, that should have come sooner. Yeah. But yeah. Since it's like, a, if she does this, she's out for the count well, she, kind of yeah. thing. And, it, and it, it's one of those things that, um, it's not a qualm that ruins the movie for right. me. And like, yeah, they have kind of set it up about how she's holding back something. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, her passing out kind of 
Saves made, it, a, made it make sense. Yeah, because yeah. if she had done it earlier, they're like, okay, now we fight the rest. Well, we'll that next without time. her. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, that also just that point that she passes out after makes it so that she can't use it all the time. Yeah, right? yeah. and so it's kind of why didn't you just oh why oh yeah you're right. Oh. <laughs> well, and that's right. what that's what happens in like, and that's why I think in, in shonen anime, that's why I think fighting mechanics is so important. Because it's like if you know in My Hero Academia, if some character's like, I have a new power, it's like. Well, fucking use that all the time. Then it's like, yeah. well, it costs yeah. a fucking heavy toll. Yeah. It's like, oh, right. I see. You can't do it. Oh. You can't just snap the Infinity Gauntlet because half your fucking body explodes. Yeah. And they're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be just snap two fingers, snap fingers all day. <laughs> snap your bagels. <laughs> two seconds. Um, for me, um, it's a little bit of like I feel those things that you guys were all talking about, and I think it's because of the budget. Really? And I think it's because the budget's less than hundred million dollars. Yeah. Most Marvel mil- movies are about three hundred or more. Million dollars. Yeah. So I'm like, to me, cake. I think that's all just those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, Put that in perspective. Because mm-hmm. I look at it. 300 is a small Marvel movie. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, 80 million isn't even taken called blockbuster budget. No. What the fuck? Yeah. It's not, like, it's usually 180 million is a blockbuster budget. Oh, so wow. Nolan's been working underneath that. that all the time, too. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, things like that where it's like, I, I'm seeing those seams of like, like, if you look at every chase scene, they're driving at fucking normal speed. And then, like, because they're driving in L.A., they shot primarily in L.A. They didn't mm-hmm. shoot over, uh, like, in Chicago, Chicago, Vancouver, and in Atlanta. Those mm-hmm. are, like, the big places that are shooting things like this in London as well. And so when I see that, I'm kind of like, maybe if you shot in those places, you get the tax credit, but also you're taking away jobs from non-L.A. people who would mm-hmm. be able to fucking move to L.A. for these fucking jobs. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, th- so seeing those things, like, I definitely would agree to those things. But, like, to me, like, I, I saw the—to me, it was just seeing the budget. I'm like, I see the budget. And it's like if this fucking does well and people fucking love it and critics are, are liking it and I just want it to have legs so it's like fucking next one double the budget. Yeah. Because I think Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey both deserve their own movies yeah. and mm-hmm. those could be fucking great. I would love a Birds of Prey movie. Proper. Um, yeah. So for me, um, honestly, uh, my only qualm other than that is probably I want more Huntress. Hmm. Yeah. I would want more Huntress because I I – I really fell in love with her character because of the Arrow series. Um, mm. And they did a really wonderful job in that show, but they have fucking several hours in a season. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah. I, I'd be on board that one of the things, it wasn't enough to make it a qualm, mm-hmm. but if they can drop the way too serious type of shit for, for her. Yeah. Like if she oh. can come into her own a little well, more. I, I mean, I would imagine it being like, and I hate to use this fucking term, it'd be like a Drax kind of thing yeah. where it's like they start, she starts getting in, like falling in line with herself and being like, I could be serious and funny at the same yeah, time. Yeah, that's get what it. I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just, by the end of it, I was like, okay, yeah. blend it now. Adam, yeah. They like you. <laughs> because you just said um, you would love to see a Birds of Prey uh, movie proper. Mm-hmm. Do you, because I don't know anything, do you feel like this movie sets the possibility of that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the end of it yeah. was exactly, they uh, call themselves Birds of Prey. It was like, there you go. And, there you go. and the okay. thing about the team is that they have revolving leaders. So every once in a while, so I mean, like to me, I think that's why Chris, Christina Hodson is going to, uh, is writing Batgirl. Mm-hmm. Because Batgirl is supposed to be one of the, one of the team members. Mm-hmm. Oracle, technically. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I, w- I would be down for just like Birds of Prey. Birds, it's all, it's always called Birds of Prey. But then like that, Rotates. and the fantabulous, that part is what's different. Okay. Yeah. Every time, that'd be cool. Oh. oh, okay. I like oh. that. I mean, it focuses it'd, it'd on someone cool. else each time. And yeah. I would, it'd be cool if they put Good in idea, Lady, Lady Shiva as like the villain. Lady, Lady Shiva, she's like one of the assassins for the League of Shadows and she's quote unquote never lost a hand to hand fight. Hmm. Batman and her have never really concluded a fight. Hmm. Interesting. And so that's like the cool thing about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, ratings? Rating. Rating. So either Josh or Caitlin is first. Oh, one coin oh. I didn't qualify just because I remembered I said it was at the top of the show, I said Margot Robbie does a good job most of, of the time. Most of the time. Uh, mainly the problem I had was there was a couple moments and I really wish I could remember the specific lines so it's out <laughs> where her accent fell a- apart a little bit for me and I don't know uh, if it was just something I was I, it wasn't it wasn't the police scene because that she comes in with like a British thing that was fine but it was like I can't remember where it was though I'm gonna do what people did for Christian Bale and the Dark Knight and about the growly voice he has one accent He's doing an American accent, and in that American accent, another accent. So give them a goddamn break. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to clarify, but it wasn't really like I'm a protect real, her, like, a like he protected Bam. Right. Well, it's like it's like when Hank Azaria talked about why um, Apu. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why? Uh, um, oh my God, what's his name? The king of, of voices for WB. 
Oh. Who did Bugs Bunny and Daffy yeah. Duck? Mel Blanc. Mel Blanc. Oh. Yeah. He was saying he was so amazing because there's a scene and oh. he's like, no other voiceover artist I think could do it this well, where he's doing Bugs Bunny doing an impression of Daffy, which is a voice he does. And then there's a he's doing Daffy doing an impression of Bugs Bunny, which is another voice he does. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to find how would a character I do do an impression of a character I do? Mm-hmm. And how do I do that? So it's the same thing. How do I do an American accent? So an Australian now girl. Now how do I do another yeah, accent? Doing an American and then also a more an exaggerated thing. like right. yeah. Long Bronxy, Island. Yeah. It's just not like as effort as effortless as that accent can be sometimes. Sure. From like native speakers, but like I mean, even then, Benedict Cumberbatch was slipping a little bit in Black Mass. Yeah, that's fine. But he's fucking great. And I mean, so those are people who are like great at what they do. Benedict Cumberbatch was slipping in Black Mask. Black Mass. Mass. He did, he did a Boston accent, and I was like, it sounds like Peter Griffin. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll give a shout <laughs> out, though. Black Mask. Hugh Laurie never slipped once uh, during House. I he's, don't know how he did it. Oh, man. Anyway, somehow. Ratings. He also anyway, 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 album rating, in that rating, accent, yeah. right? Yeah. Ratings. God. Ratings. So, Kaylin or Josh? Uh, uh, Josh first. Josh. Because Kaylin always, or Josh always makes other people first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 4.5. Wow. Wowza. Wowza, wowza, wowza. Wow. Wowza from Bowser. Go ahead. Kaylin. I'm going to give it a 4.7. 4. Because I liked it, and now I want a duck egg sandwich. <laughs> Ollie. Um, I give this a 3.9. It just wow. didn't. Ultimately, it didn't come together oh. as cohesive as I wanted to, and I wanted a bit more stylization. Just because I didn't make those yeah. comments earlier. Stylize um, it. Like, I wanted, wanted it, more highly stylized? We're done, I wanted we're, we're done it more quantum. stylized. Okay. Oh, hey, Corey. Me? It's 4.8. 4.8. Yeah. So if we have an anti-grump, Ooh. it's Corey. Mm-hmm. Today, we have two grumps. 3.9? No 9. way! And I'm the DC boy. I'm and the one who's right. I was like, I don't. I want to do it, though. Shout out to... Uh, no one voted for Ali, actually. So wow. we have just a shout out to Jared and Brock, who guessed Tom. You nailed it. Nice. You're the guest good grump. Job. You're the guest grump grumper good, guesser. Good Forrest Gump. There it is. You nailed it. Ah. Awesome. <laughs> and the, the thing is, for me, it's like uh, it's not the same as other DC films. I'm not going to try to make it be one of those. But it is yeah. one of those. Like I really, really, really enjoy the film, but I wouldn't yeah. call it one of those masterpiece films. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's why I think like if Harley Quinn gets a fucking sequel, I think it's going to be like that Spider-Man Two Dark Knight shit. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> But for me, this is the cream of the crop, baby. Uh, this is it. But imagine how more more. And that's hey, the, you I'm, don't have to convince me. I just gave it a four point. I know, but I'm, I'm so, <laughs> that's the one I'm saying. I'm more. I'm so excited for where it goes. Yeah, I'm so excited for where it that's goes. part of it. Yeah. Part of my, part of my rating is a the excitement. B seeing for me, it was highly stylized. Like my experience in comparison to it's to the other ones, way more stylized than any other comic book movie. Yeah, I well, I mean, even within the DCU, I mean, Aquaman was really bright and colorful, but this mm. was like they they played with a lot of light. They played with a lot of light and water, but this one, like, they were playing with everything. Yeah, but yeah, also so, being like a, I would I also, actually put this in kind of like a grounded area. Yeah, mm. so it's a little bit more natural. So the stylization was like, like perfect. I was gonna say like Kathy Ann is pulling herself to become like you know I hate to say it, where she it's like, it. like putting someone else's name on it, but it's like an, almost an Edgar Wrightiness. And where I'm like, that's the style I want. And like, not a lot of other superhero films give you that. Like, I don't think other than maybe Kick-Ass gives you a style like that. Mm -hmm. Gives you like vibrancy and liveness with characters and colors. I mean, from the the, the way they treated her egg scene escape, uh, better than any uh, Guy Ritchie escape movie. Uh, Looking at you, Aladdin. Uh, (laughs) that, uh, That scene alone, I was like, I'm fucking sold. Well, especially when she said flawlessly executed. They made me care more about a fucking sandwich than I have about a lot of characters in a lot of movies. (laughs) I also like how she, when she gets like punched in the face and kind of like blacks out for a minute, the dance dance sequence. Did you like like, Tell me about, tell me what you thought. Oh my God, that was fucking amazing. It was so good. The diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah, and like all the weird masks and- The cool thing that I thought I liked about it was kind of like their take on like- how her mind works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To me, it's like, it's not, she doesn't live by the same rules that we do. So like, in my mind, if I were to act like that, I'm being crazy asshole. But in her mind, she thinks of the world in like, a like, like dancing like that. Like so a Marilyn like, Monroe number. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm yeah. like, oh, like the world makes so much more sense when you see that. That, that was my wife's point. favorite moment. Really? Yeah. That and the hair tie. I also <laughs> like what they did is they, because the thing that people, I think, seem to forget about Harley Quinn 
is that she has a PhD. I know. Yeah. The she's little the psychiatrist when, thing. When, yeah. she, the when she psychoanalyzes. <laughs> or when she's like, how do I get to be you? And she just tells this whole like, well, then you got to do this. And then you got to well, do no, that. And then, so, but how, that's how big how her eyes got. She's like, well, you have to do these things. And then she like yeah. had a little twitch. She's like, like, and by the wow. way, I'm not paying for this stuff. I'm robbing this place. And I was like, but, oh, okay. damn. <laughs> okay, the change in shot in that was fucking great. Because it goes from just like a regular two shot. And then the camera then goes sits in the cart. Yeah. And like oh, to yeah. me, those sequences are like reminded of like Adventureland and stuff like that. Where it's like they're, they're these like teen skatery romp films where I'm mm -hmm. like, I fucking love that shot and that just that energy. It's like, mm -hmm. there's something really, I, I've always wanted to make one of those shots one of these days. Yeah. She she reminded me a lot of like the animated series Harley, which made me like her a lot yeah. more than I have. Mm -hmm. Like the previous, when she was Harley in Suicide Squad, it's not her fault. It, yeah. That's and, not her fault. I know, I know. But <laughs> it just didn't land right. She was like manic pixie dream maniac. I would maniac. say that whole movie didn't land right. <laughs> yeah. But but this was like what I wanted her to be. And it, it, it just was like perfect of her being psycho, but normal, but not, but crazy. I don't know. It's great. Tom and I are silently disagreeing about Suicide Squad across the table. <laughs> I said a little bit. And I does. said, no. a little bit. Does. No. Uh, Anywho, that was huh? a gush. That yeah, a, we, I've, I've, we've been gushing here. Josh, anyway. sing, sing us away. Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening to us. We really do appreciate <laughs> it, and we uh, we dig that you you spend this time with us to hang out and hear our hear our discussions. Please reach out to us. We'd love to hear your thoughts on Birds of Prey, or reach out to us live at our show. Yeah, we're on live show, March seventh. Remember, remember the seventh of March, September. No, be still. there, be part to participate, and we will love you guys, and we'll know if you don't show up, and we'll yeah. come for you. It's true, we will. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, do do check that out. Nerdon.io backslash live RSVP. We would love to see you. RSVP all. is a VIP. It if you don't show up, I'll show up to your house and, and I'll be give a real you an OG. entire wow. update. Wow. You don't want that at the top of my voice. <laughs> I Someone's don't sleeping, want sleeping, we just break in. We're like, what's up? What is everyone? This is the weekly show and we're going to yell our show at you. <laughs> oh but, my God. Uh, yes, please stop by, rate and review us wherever you listen. That stuff does help us grow. And it makes um, us feel nice. We like yeah, getting and reviews. Check out our, our partners, Apogee and Odyssey. They really do create some amazing products. Odyssey has some, their headphones are really quite comfortable, really well made, and they're award winning and up and coming. I really, they're so, so I can't, good. I can't say enough about them. I'm really so pleased. They're soft, they're light. Even yeah. sensitive little yeah. Ollie likes them. Yeah, yes. I mean, here. That? What the fuck? No, no you don't. That's the point. Because I'm moving the headphones and they're so well built that they don't creep. Yeah. Wow. So, but yeah, that's everything. We really appreciate you. We love you. You know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Broadcast.